0: Hello and welcome into the whole nine yards. We are finally back after a long month, a long Christmas break. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky and Javen Bridgman. And last time we were here, I think it was like week 14 or 15 of the NFL season. And now we're in the wild card round and we have six matchups this weekend. And we're here to discuss them, some end of season hot takes, who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl and uh, our end of season awards for us three personally. So... Uh, we can really start anywhere. It doesn't really matter, but I guess we'll start with the, uh, let's go with the awards first and then we'll move on to predictions and stuff. And, uh, so we can start with the, the top award being MVP. And I think that one kind of got pretty. Clear as the season went yeah, on. Definitely,
1: yep. it should be unanimous. It should be unanimous. Yeah, and Mahomes. yeah, we all have Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Okay. Uh, yeah, just
2: it's just unreal what yeah. he's been able. Like it's it's cool. Like when you look at the numbers, but the thing is, like I don't think there's any other quarterback in the league that's been able to make the plays that he consistently makes. Like mm. the twirling cat, the twirling passes to the end zone, the little shovels, and uh, like when he gets on the run, like that's when you know something cool is about to happen. And yeah. that's why like, like he. When I look at some of these other players, for example, like Joe Burrow, uh, that's that was in the M V P race, like yeah. I just don't think he made enough M V P plays. And that's oh, yeah. kinda why uh, I just don't I would, even if he had better numbers, I wouldn't agree that Joe Burrow would have been an M V P because it would have been a numbers thing. But yeah. when I watch Patrick right. Mahomes, I, I see that he carries his football team to an elite level. I mean, he
1: always – Patrick Mahomes' thing this year has been – he's known – been more known uh, in the past couple years to be more dangerous on his feet. And I think he's really used that to his advantage to – start running to the outside, wait till all the defenders come on him, and then he's going to just toss it to McKinnon, toss he's, it to exactly. Chelsea. He's, he's, he's learned yeah. deceptions. <clears> he's used that to his advantage really, really well. Yeah, he always does that thing
0: where he'll just run to the corner of the end zone and then wait for the defenders <laughs> yeah. to follow him and exactly. then just plop it right exactly. back to the dude exactly. standing there. Because they all
1: think he's going to run. And <laughs> and and if what, and exactly. If they, they don't, don't. he's going to run. And he's going to score. It's like, like it's like a Euro step. Like, if you go this way, I'm going to go the other way. If you go that way, I'm going to go the other way. It's kind of,
0: it's just dangerous what he can do, man. His improbability is just in the. For sure. Uh we all got MVP Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So, uh let me pull up my awards here. We I guess we'll move on to uh Depoy now and Brock, you said that we you think we're going to have all three uh d- different players. Yeah, I'll go I'll go last. This was a tough one. Okay. I think, this uh this year. was a tough one for me too. I went Nick Bosa. He is first in sacks and second in tackles for loss. Uh he just had an outstanding year. I believe it was like 18 and a half sacks or something. Led the league. Uh just a nasty year that dude he was actually my depoy pick I'd like to throw up there. And uh
1: oh yeah I th- I do remember that actually. Mm-hmm. I do remember that.
0: And um that's uh, who I'm gonna go with. I it's definitely a tough season though. A lot of guys had really good seasons on the other other side of the football.
1: For sure. Um I thought it was gonna be Parsons like uh mm-hmm. three fourths of the season, but I have Nick Bosa also uh yeah. for the same reasons, number one in sacks, second and uh, second and tackles in tackles, and he's a leader on one, on the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, he's uh, the best if, player on the yeah, best defense. If, you're, if that doesn't make you Defensive Player of the Year, then I don't know what does.
2: You know, um, I, I don't think this player is going to win it, but I definitely think that he deserves some recognition because he's definitely been the best player on his defense. And I'm saying this without, like uh, – what's the word i'm trying not to be biased but i am giving my award to chris jones Jones, yeah (laughs) 15 and a half sacks 17 tackles for loss four passive felt four pass deflections and two forced fumbles and 64 pressures he is the best player when it comes to getting off the football Mm -hmm. and he he wins immediately yeah that's the thing like i feel like this chiefs team had one or two wins this season because of him and i'm saying a lot i think that he ended a lot of games because of late sacks and big yeah. plays. Well, he, I was a,
1: I was a big on the Chris Jones, was overpaid, but this year he has showed me. He's that been the best D he tackle. He, he's this been year. the best D tackle one hundred percent. He
2: doubled Aaron Donald's pressure rate and Jeffrey Simmons didn't get close. Uh huh. It's yeah. just it's crazy what he was able to do. And I don't I don't I don't doubt that Nick Bosa deserves it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying Chris Jones. Had a much difficult. He deserves a shout out for sure. Well, I think I think it's more difficult what Chris Jones was able to do with uh, what he, like he had fifteen and a half sacks. I think the fifteen and a half sacks that he got was more difficult to obtain than what Nick Bosa had with eighteen and a half. That's fair because you watch the games; he's getting double teamed every yeah. play. No, he is, and he splits that and gets to the quarterback almost every single time mm-hmm. it's insane yeah his i i've seen some film breakdowns and his hands are just like so fluid and
0: fast and strong yeah. it's insane and um yeah so a couple different picks there for depoy so i guess we can go to uh offensive player of the year now uh we'll go in reverse
2: order brock you can start with that one i i honestly think this should be unanimous as well i'm going justin jefferson uh-huh Okay, I also had Jefferson. Me too. Okay, Okay. (laughs) Jefferson. Easy number six in the MVP
1: race as a receiver. Yeah, come on.
0: Had the yards. That dude uh, practically won them a really close game against the Bills. He just had a a crazy season. I think he's not. If not, Jefferson.
2: Kelsey. Actually, yes, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, he was second in touch. Kelsey was second in touchdowns
2: and didn't have a touchdown for the last six games of the year. Yeah, so that's okay, but still, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that Jefferson definitely like. You could tell that the all, the entire Minnesota offense runs through him and that's why they struggled so bad in Green Bay is because that they had a yeah. game plan against oh, him. Jair yeah, Alexander. Alexander
1: was telling everyone that we need to just only get on 18 like he was saying that before the game like, yeah. yeah it was pretty clear that they were
2: just going there right. There were some plays where they were doing triple coverage <clears throat> on him. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy and it was very it was very evident that they looked messed up and they were just kind of discombobulated with that entire game plan against Green Bay and that's why they lost is because they couldn't get the ball out like they wanted to to Justin Jefferson and there was not many people on that offense willing or able to win in man coverage so that I mean the offense runs through Justin Jefferson he had a great year so yeah he's definitely the offensive player.
0: There. Yeah without, I, he's definitely
2: the most valuable player without yeah. him
0: I don't think they, Minnesota would even be a playoff team. Exactly yeah. and that's um, very factual. So we can go to rookies now. We'll go with the uh defensive rookie of the year first. This should be unanimous. It is. I mean, Sauce unless, Gardner. Unless,
2: yeah.
1: I'm going Sauce. I'm going I'm going Sauce. Yeah. Really? I am going, going Sauce. That's very big me. of you. It's very big of me, but one of my hot takes is going to be a little not very big. Of it
0: me. Could, hey, Tariq Woolen had a heck of a season too. Tariq
1: Woolen, they had dang near the same season, dude. They did. Like really.
2: Yeah, uh Sauce <laughs> just came on the scene a little earlier, so yeah, I would that, give it to him. Yeah, that's there, a, that's the only reason I gave it to him. There's nobody in man coverage that has been better and more consistent than Sauce this season.
0: And let me just say, in the last game of the season, he put the locks on Tyreek Hill like I had never seen one. Every time he's matched up on him, dude, I that I just
1: something I hadn't seen before. His man coverage is great. That's when he's only given up one touchdown. Yeah. Just, and he didn't so, give up any in college. He's so good at, at man coverage. But um yeah, that should be unanimous.
0: Uh, lost in the sauce. Offensive rookie of the year.
2: This one should be like a split vote.
1: Kenneth Walker.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I had Kenneth Walker too. I was going I was split between Olave and Garrett Wilson. Both put up like identical numbers with offensive. my
0: Garrett Garrett Wilson was going to be my other point, but I mean, uh Kenneth Walker just Kenneth to me Walker he was super impressive.
2: I think he I think he was impressive. I just think that he died down towards the end of the season. Like he had that really nice run. Mm-hmm. Um but then, like he, that, the entire run offense as a whole was not. I think it was our just. I think it was our O line. Our O line
1: just played so bad. These mm-hmm. real, and then yeah, and even D J Dallas, uh, Travis Homer, they weren't getting any yards either. Yeah,
0: Garrett Wilson was a very close second. I really yeah. couldn't pick between those two. But Kenneth Walker to me just brought an element to that Seattle offense we hadn't seen in a while. I mean, they had a, a top ten offense um, this entire year. Well, I mean, so I
2: went with him. Uh, the reason I, I split it Garrett Wilson stats 83 catches, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns with Zach yeah. Wilson, that's, Mike White, Joe Flacco. That's wow. a heck of a season. Olave, yeah. uh, 72 catches, four uh 1,040 yards four touchdowns with Andy Dalton
0: can we just say the Jets and Seahawks had amazing drafts oh my goodness yeah, they, they that's did. all
2: we've
1: been talking and, and about and next year the Seahawks are gonna have a better draft really
0: you guys oh, have yeah. like a top five pick
1: right no yeah. we have two firsts, first two seconds and two thirds oh my we, god you should have from t- Russ I think you have a top yeah. five uh yeah I think it's like a like I don't know like
2: it's it's decided already Let me look at it's somewhere order. in there I think
1: it's like seven or twelve yeah.
2: Uh, anyway, yeah. that
1: was. Um, but Garrett Wilson can definitely be argued. That's no doubt. Yeah I, think, no.
2: yeah. I think I might give it to Garrett Wilson just because of the quarterback situation you have uh-huh. to deal with. That's all year. definitely fair. And the run game was so crazy in the
0: beginning yeah. of the year. <laughs> um. So we so we have two more. Uh, Coach of the year and comeback player of the year. We'll go. Uh, Coach of the year
2: first. I had Brian Dable from yep. the Giants. I had Nick Sirianni. I think that that's. I mean. He put together a, a dang near in, mm-hmm. unstoppable <clears throat> roster and won 14 games this season. I think that, like, we didn't see that coming from Philadelphia. We knew that they were going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. We didn't know they were going to be like the team to beat this year. Yeah, and that's definitely what they turned to. And I think that's be- what because yeah. I mean he's in his second year coaching, mm-hmm. so it's definitely impressive what he's been able to do to elevate this roster. So I'm giving it to Sirianni.
1: Okay. I have I have Dable too because. Um, he has just turned that Giants team into a a, a, fear, a fearless team. Yeah, that yeah. as we know last year what they do it was third and nine and they did a QB sneak from they their own like ten yard line. line. Yeah. yeah, like and then you have all the New York fans screaming at you like the ball knew what he needed to do when he got in there and I think he did a very good job of doing it. Yeah,
0: when you look at that roster head to toe, it does not look like a playoff roster. Kadarius
1: Tony. Yeah, am not Kadarius Tony, uh, Kenny Galladay? Like, come on. Yeah, for real. Yeah, come on. Kenny Galladay had like his first like catch yeah, <laughs> of the it, season yeah, in week 18. I saw a meme and it was like Kenny Galladay only needs a 99 more, 74 ca- yeah, more, catches yeah, 74 more catches to get, <laughs> <laughs> to get a 750 thousand dollar bonus. Get that in two buddy. games. Yeah, um,
0: he got a touchdown though. I, it was like an amazing catch too. I don't <laughs> know where that's been like the yeah, last no, two years. Yeah, back of
1: the end zone. Yeah. One
0: handed catch, but uh, I just went Brian Dable that. That roster does not look that good to me, and he made it work. Yeah. And uh, I also would like to give a, a shout-out to Andy Reid. That dude is the probably the best offensive mind we've ever seen. In he, he definitely balls. needs a shout-out just
2: because, like, you, you lost Tyreek Hill. Everyone counted you out. And you're and still the best offense in the league. For, for real. Like, it's the best offense in the league. He schemes players open every yes. single play. It doesn't, doesn't matter be... who they are. Yeah. either. it they, does not matter. They talked who about they that
0: are. on the New Heights podcast. Uh, the Kelsey brothers. They were like, "Yeah, they could get his da- or the Kelsey brother dad open." Yeah, because of how he skis.
1: It, it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> yeah. we have seen Albert Wilson catch touchdowns. Yeah, you know, like crazy touchdowns. Like who is Albert Wilson? Demarcus Robinson De- as well. Justin Watson. Like, like let's be like, serious. Come on, exactly. Like. People who you'll never hear of outside of Kansas City, Andy mm-hmm. Reid will make them a big part of the game. Like yeah. wh-
2: who is it though that, that was on the Bears like for half the year? Uh Byron Pringle. Byron he was Pringle. a big guard of the offense last year. Yeah. Yeah. He was our wide receiver two last Sammy year. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one too. Um
0: uh yeah, but also Mike Tomlin, this dude what were they, like one and six?
2: <laughs> good lord. Yeah, they refused to lose. They refused to lose, and then Mike he went Tomlin's nine and eight. A, I like Mike Tomlin yeah.
1: as a coach, man. He, I think it's he's a uh, good guy. I
2: think I think it's less Mike Tomlin, more T.J. Watt. It's coming back. If you look at like the the rec- like I know it's like it's it's a case of correlation is not causation, but their records mm-hmm. like ten and one, or it's more than that. It, they've only like one or two losses when he's on the field. Yeah, that's which is insane. That yeah. is true. He would have been. He would have been deep. Boy. He would have been a hundred percent. Yeah, he
1: would have been back to
0: back deep boy if he yeah. if he stayed healthy, but. We can go. That was a lot of coaches that had great seasons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: it was a good season, I think. This was, this was a fun season. It started off very slow. No one was scoring a whole lot of points. But yeah. I think as it kind of came together, it, mm-hmm. it got a lot better. And then we were, are going to round it off with comeback player of the
0: year, which could really go a number of ways. Yeah, I got mine for sure. I know who yours is. I don't know who yours who uh, go is. I'm Hamlin.
2: I think okay. like, like I feel like that's it's not really a comeback player but I but I think that yeah it's kind of a classy thing to do yeah. I mean he, uh, prayers up to him he he's he's yeah, he got released a couple he days even ago we talked he about did. that but that
1: was so crazy That was yeah. crazy uh, but
2: yeah he's my comeback player of the year just because he was able to you know mm-hmm. recover so recover so quickly and it was,
0: yeah. it was a scary situation That what I had never seen anything like that on a football in a, on a football field it was such a it was just such a shift because they're like, okay, this is a high-intensity game on a Monday night. It feels like a playoff game, and here we go, and bam, the game stops, and it's still, and it's not continuing, and it's
1: the worst thing is that it was it was Monday night. Yeah, the trainers didn't get there in time to pull anyone to like for them not to see that stuff. So all the mm-hmm. build, almost all the defense saw, DeMar Hamlin just yeah basically gasp for air. Was...
0: And I actually uh, want to give a little. Uh, I guess not I guess not. a shout everyone knows who the NFL is, but a shout-out to the NFL because they people got onto them for not canceling the game sooner, but it was actually so the uh, ambulance could get there as fast as possible because it would have been very hard with everyone yeah, clearing with the everyone stadium. Leaving. So that was... Man, big brain. Yeah, that was a big brain move by them. But that was NFL definitely a scary. NFL actually
1: handled that whole situation. Yeah,
0: how they were supposed well. to.
1: Yeah, very well, I think.
0: And on Draven, I uh, Gino assume Smith. yours is Geno Smith. Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. It's got to be... It's just got to be. He is. He's just regained my
2: faith. You can make an <laughs> argument for Saquon, couldn't you? I was, yeah, I was sure. mine. I th- yeah, oh, okay. I think it's him or Smith yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, Saquon back-to-back injuries – or season-ending injuries the last two years, and he comes back and uh, has an absolutely amazing season Season and pretty much, in my opinion, helped carry the Giants yeah. to the playoffs. And um, there's uh, – a lot of a lot of value in that, so he's my comeback player of the year, and that's gonna end off our our season awards.
1: I, I got don't, one more. I just want to know your guys' best like NFL moment, like play, play, something.
2: Oh, the Mahomes Tampa Bay uh, twirl around. Yeah, dot, that's f- back in the end collided with That was your favorite. That's a fair one. Yeah. Okay. mine
0: is the Justin Jefferson catch against the Bills. Dude, oh, me too.
1: Yeah. Bro? That's okay. what I wrote down. Yes. That's what I wrote down.
0: That was He had so... like hundred and sixty yards, like yes. two touchdowns one handed just... one handed. I don't even know how he caught that or the George Pickens. Well, as, a, catch. as
2: a Chiefs fan, he's either is either Mahomes little twirling touchdown or or Travis Kelsey single handedly killing the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was like crazy. three touchdowns.
1: Or honestly, even if if I'm going Chiefs, when y'all did that spin around,
2: uh, the whole that was oven, funny. <laughs> spun around. We would have scored if it wasn't a penalty. Some, it wasn't holding either. It wasn't. He just, he just pancaked the crap out of him, and, and the then they got West called got holding. Mad. But uh, <laughs> that yeah, was he put, funny. He put the defensive lineman in a body bag in the rest yeah. also. Got upset.
0: I'd like to mention the Chiefs game against the Broncos the first time in Denver when Mahomes just like literally threw it up. Like, he was running one way and threw it the other way, and it was a Jared McKinnon touchdown for, like,
2: 50 yards. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. I, I
1: do. I think I do. That was crazy. But a lot of fun moments whole this season, year. It seems like season, every yeah. single
2: good throw he makes, he's rolling out to his left or his right, and is like, going yeah. to the sideline. It's yeah. every single time. He makes it does look,
0: look like he's roll. running, like, 90 degrees straight to the sideline oh, yeah. and then just does something stupid, and it works.
2: He's nuts, dude.
0: But we can move on to our... Predictions now for the actual games. We have six games this weekend in the wild card round. First game up is Draven's team, the Seahawks, traveling to the Bay
1: Area to take on the 49ers. So, what do you got there? Obvious, um, obvious underdogs. I think everyone in the NFL knows that. We, I would love to know the, we, what's the line on this. We we squeaked into the playoffs. Uh, it was deserved. I think. I think we deserved it. We played really good this season, despite. However, anyone was going to talk saying we weren't going to win more than three games this season, Chris Collinsworth. Um, <laughs> and now they're in the playoffs, and we've played San Francisco twice, once at home, once away, and uh-huh. lost twice. So I think if there's a time to beat them and if a- the morale is up, it's It, it is hard to it's beat now. a team three times in a season. Ex- yeah, exactly. It, that's not even just because you're good. That's just that's just how the just NFL hard. works. Yeah,
2: it's just hard. Uh, Go ahead. You know, I'm gonna take the San Francisco 49ers. I think this should be the NFC's Super Bowl favorite at this point. Um, they just look hot, and Brock Purdy. I, I don't. I I don't really have words for it. I think it's kind of unfathomable to think that this seventh round rookie quarterback mm-hmm. can come in, Mr. Irrelevant. It, and this is why. This is why we didn't we didn't even mention Kyle Shanahan. This dude can make yeah. any quarterback look good. And he can. It's crazy how good he looks under Kyle Shanahan's system but i mean with christian mccaffrey in that offense he's coming up uh i know that ayuk is playing debo samuel once he's 100% and george kittle that's a really really talented skill group and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong i have a feeling that the seahawks will be able to contain their receivers quite well but i think it's the, what's going to come down to is the running game and what they have with christian mccaffrey i Woods. yeah i would that uh really need to step up. that uh
0: that pass rush and that running game is just a little too much for me. I got to go Niners. Hammer so. Kyle
2: Juszczyk, first touchdown score. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it seems to always be. Like, when I'm watching a 49ers game, I he's turn always the first off. touchdown. <laughs> I yeah, really
0: I, I got to go TV Niners on. there. But that, I think it's going to be a, definitely an interesting one because, you know, division matchup it's always – It's going be a stressful one. They always, they always <laughs> end up crazy. So we'll see what happens there at 3.30 on Saturday. The last Saturday game will be the Chargers and Jaguars – t law and j herbo justin herbert both playing in the first playoff game and jags are hosting that one that's going to be a fun one that could be split
1: yeah i'm and so i'm undecided me, Still, i kind right of now. <laughs>
0: i'm i'm i went chargers i just have a little bit more trust in justin herbert i think i think if michael williams comes back that might be a little bit too much for their secondary yeah. to handle but <laughs> uh it's definitely a toss up. I'm just gonna lean towards Chargers because I trust Herbert more.
1: Yeah, well that that's my in a thing big game, that. I think. Yeah, exactly that's exactly my thing. I like Herbert more, but Jacksonville's just more on a roll. Yeah. And you know, like it's hard to stop a team in the playoffs. Yeah, when they, they come have a, in on a roll.
0: A fun, like good young
1: pass yeah. rush group. And and they're like I said earlier like I said about the Seahawks, the morale is high. Like mm-hmm. they're just they're ready. They haven't been here in a while. Yeah,
0: they're just like excited to be there, man. Are yeah. They
1: I don't know.
2: It's going to be a fun matchup. It's going to be a tough one. i give me Chargers, though. I'm yeah. taking Jacksonville, actually. I think that I no mean, shame. we have a coach that has been criticized for many months about play calling and his management skills. And then we have a other coach who has taken his team to a Super Bowl and won. And yeah. I just trust Doug Peterson's coaching ability more. I think he's going to come out, hammer the football with Travis Etienne, and he's going to make this game miserable for that defense. I mean, we've seen what that defense has been able to do. They're a very good group, Mm -hmm. but the way I see it is I think that Jacksonville has the upper hand with the playmaking ability and just the amount of receiving talent they have on that roster right now. I mean, it's deep, a deep receiving it, core. It's a deep receiving core. There's not really one person that stands out necessarily, but mm-hmm. there's definitely people that have stepped up over time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm taking Jacksonville. And, I mean, Jacksonville beat Los Angeles. They, they beat season. the brakes off of them. Yeah. They beat the brakes off of them, and they had people healthy. I mean, it was, it was a surprise. I mean, it was one week removed from Justin Herbert's rib thing. Mm-hmm. But he said he was like, I think he was like 80% that week. But regardless... I mean, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's pass rush is young and exciting, too. Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen, I mean, they're not Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, but they're definitely a team that will get pressures on an offensive line that yeah. is not exactly
0: Yeah, you can't strength. count them
2: out. that's yeah, so it's going
1: to be a tough one, man.
2: That, it's going to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion. It's, it's going to be
0: an interesting one. Uh, two quarterbacks playing in their first NFL playoff game. We'll go to another divisional matchup here on Sunday at noon, the Dolphins and the Bills. I think it has to take, like, an absolute miracle for Miami to win the game. Yeah, literally. I, Skylar Thompson's going into Buffalo. I don't see him beating Josh Allen in any in any way.
1: Skylar Thompson.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, this is just uh, – I think Buffalo's going to win this game, but you. I just – I can't count out Miami.
1: A lot of screens.
2: Like, exactly. Like, you're going to have to get your ball to your playmakers very quickly. I don't know if Jeff, uh, who, who, what's he? Mostert, is he out this week?
1: I'm not sure. Because he
2: had a, a, an amazing couple beats. week. I think he's playing. This week. I'm pretty sure he's playing. And he's going to be a good factor in that game if he ends up playing because Buffalo's run defense is... Yeah, yeah. Eh. Pass defense, not much better. But I think that as it stands now, Buffalo's going to win this game. But I've there's been some people talking like, what really bad quarterbacks have beat really good quarterbacks? We look back at, like Nick Foles beating Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, Mostert and Chubb are out for the Dolphins. Well, they didn't practice really? Wednesday. Yeah, and Mostert has a broken thumb.
2: Okay, so he's definitely not. So, winning. who's
1: that running back then? Uh, it would be the... Jeff Wilson. Right? Jeff Wilson. Yeah. yeah. So, that
0: is... Uh, I, so, we all win Bills. I think yeah. that's a pretty unanimous call. It, it's going to be yeah. definitely tough for Miami to win... In that environment, in the cold, but they definitely have the skill players to do it. It's just it, they it's, do.
2: It, it's pivotal on Skylar Thompson.
0: Yeah, see and all be all. It's just another Brock Purdy situation. So we'll go to the Giants and Vikings, and I got a feeling one of you guys are going to pick the, the Giants because I've seen a lot of people picking the Giants. And no? know, no, I'm, nope. I'm a
1: big Viking. Okay, guy right well
0: here. I agree with you because I'm going Vikings too. I did. I don't see the. I don't see the Giants doing that. I think the. Well, I mean, it's I think Jefferson's possible. too good.
2: I think that, I think, I mean, Wink Martindale is a good enough defensive coordinator that he can just literally pull the film from Minnesota two weeks ago against Green Bay and just mimic exactly what they do. They have the people to do it. James Bradbury is basically Jair Alexander. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He's has... James various... Bre- James Bradbury? James Bradbury. Who's on the Eagles? Oh, wait, not James Bradbury. No, was Who am I thinking say. of? Who's your corner? Who's your top corner?
1: Uh, Peterson? Oh
0: talking about the Giants DBs. oh the Giants DBs. maybe I'm tripping. are you thinking of Jordan Love he's a safety no Jordan was a quarterback Xavier McKinney's is
2: safety too hold on let me look at this I'm I, I may have just tripped up my words. <laughs> I'm a little confused yeah I'm a little I'm a little confused too I was I forgot that he was not a giant anymore but he was good he's still good he had a good season a James really good Bradbury, season yeah he had oh, a very what good am season I thinking of isn't he the fifth, James Bradberry?
0: Yeah, he's like, or like the fourth
2: or something. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, fourth, the one B. Oh, they got who are they starting. This is a Dory Jackson and Fabian Moreau. So I'll take back what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not. I mean, it, it, it have to Jair be up Alexander. with their safety Xavier McKinney and Julian Love. That's the yeah. two people that maybe Darnell Darnay Holmes that take care of it. But they're going to have to rely a lot on their pass rush, and I, that is a hit on uh, Jair Alexander. He's just not that good. Um, but, yeah, he's not. Um, but yeah, they can just literally mimic what they do against or what the Packers did and be just fine. They can. But I think the I think Minnesota is gonna take the Green Bay game as a learning.
0: That's game. easier said than done. Than done though, you gotta execute that at yeah, a high exactly. level.
1: Minnesota is definitely I I think gonna kind of blow them out, kind of.
2: Yeah, so I'll take a Minnesota. Yeah, I'll
0: take a two possession win for yeah. Minnesota. All right, on that one, and then we'll go a divisional matchup where. Lamar Jackson won't be playing I imagine. <clears throat> it's Tyler Huntley and the Ravens going back to Cincinnati after after they did last week to play Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be unanimous. I have Bengals bangles, easily.
1: Bangles. Yeah, I mean they're just they're rolling right now.
0: They are. They're the hottest team in football more than likely. Yeah. A backup quarterback with not that much of a of a passing game to speak of for the Ravens is not going to get it done in my opinion.
1: And after that first week of this year, I bet you if you would have said coming into the wild card, Cincinnati's the team to beat. They're the the team that's the hottest. No one would have agreed with you. Maybe not. After week one when Joe Burrow threw four picks and fumbled the bunch. And then
0: next week they lost to the Cowboys after that.
1: Yeah, with Cooper Rush Cowboys. Cooper Rush Cowboys.
0: Yeah, Bengals, I think you're going to get it done uh, pretty easily. Pretty much an early bye.
2: Yeah. That's pretty much what it is for both Buffalo and Cincinnati at this point. No complaining either of them exactly except for when they i mean they get they get easy games here unless unless they do something to royally mess it up and they start complaining about it you don't have anything to complain about you should beat these two teams exactly
0: and then but they do have to play each other in the next round if they both win good so after this game we'll make our super bowl picks it's cowboys buccaneers now this to me is the most to me anyway this is the most interesting game of the year all year long, we've known the Cowboys and Bucks are going to match up in the first round, and all year long, everyone's been taking, picking Tom Brady in the Bucks. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. I I just have a feeling that that defense. I know it's uh, struggled as of late, but I don't see it letting up all these points to a, an offense that's been lackluster all year. All of a sudden, I just don't see that happening. I think uh, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done. That's me.
1: Um, I definitely have. Tampa, I, do, yeah, I have for Tampa sure. too. Like for they sure. beat them week one, but yeah. the thing is, like if the Cowboys throw it to Noah Brown over ten times again, they do be feeding Noah Brown. They have, they have, yeah, they be feeding Noah
0: da- Brown crazy. Dak is not good. Yeah, I was gonna That's say it thing. depends on what version of Dak you get too. It's, yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's playoff like, it's Dak, bi-pillar. so not good. It's it's Dak <laughs> Prescott. Bipolar. It's exactly what that is. He's either a guy that's going to throw over 350 yards and three touchdowns, or he's going to throw for less than 200 and have two picks. Like, no, that's he's a the target.
1: Noah Brown. It, and,
2: but the thing is, like, it's not even that. It's just he overthrows and underthrows all the time. He's just not an accurate quarterback. Yeah it's i honestly can't argue with you, you but you have to rely on your run game and i know they tried to this like their last game and mm-hmm. they didn't get anywhere and that's what i'm fearing about about them losing this game is that they're going to try to pound the rock with uh Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard and not do anything. Yeah. And then they're going to have to turn and force the football down the field and they're going to get picked off. That's it's give me Tampa.
1: The only way i see them winning uh that game is if CD Goes crazy.
2: I just don't see Tampa scoring that many points. That's. I mean, I don't think that Dallas scores that many points. That's my thing with it. Is like that's, I know yeah. Tampa won't score many points. They're going to score less than twenty. But I think that Tampa is more than ready to hold Dallas under ten points. But I think Dallas can boom has a better probability to boom than Tampa does. Exactly. Which is why I'm picking Dallas. I think that Dallas also
0: has a bigger probability to bust more than that's Tampa fair. Does. That's fair. So it's. <laughs> It's a shot in the dark with that one.
1: Yeah, that game's a crazy one. I mean, that's
0: And then uh, now we're gonna make pick our Super Bowl matchups and winners. If did you guys have those? I have. I mean, I can just. Yeah, okay, take you a can pick yours now. I'm. Go ahead, Draven, since you have
1: yours. Okay, I would definitely say the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's what I'm going. Who who do you have winning? Uh, Bills. I think Bills. After what happened. Mm-hmm. will go and win all the way
0: i so obviously as a really biased chiefs fan i want to pick the chiefs to go and win the super bowl but i'm not going to do that i i think there's a uh there's a shot that our defense just, just doesn't show up in the playoffs because they really tend not to show up in the playoffs and i think if that happens i think the buffalo bills are going to win the AFC Championship and go to the Super Bowl. And I think they're going to play the San Francisco 49ers. And I actually have the Niners winning. I think it's going to be a really fun story, and I think Brock Purdy is going to somehow
1: find a way to get it done. If the Seahawks lose, I do have 49ers. But I can't really? pick 49ers because...
0: Yeah, this that defense is easily the best left in the playoffs. That system around Purdy makes it really easy for him uh, to succeed. Their coach has been there before. He's done that before.
2: I, I got the Niners. You know, I like what you said about the defense, but I think it's the other way around. Our defense typically does show up in the playoffs. Not and, last year. I mean, last year they held them to 20, or what was it, like 24 points total for the Bengals? I, I get that. The Bengals, it was 27, but yeah. But, yeah, but like, they first half they were locked down as just an error by the coordinators. I don't think that if the Chiefs lose a playoff game early, it's not going to be because of the players' fault. It's going to be the coordinator. It's going to be it's spags doing something stupid there you Dave, go Dave, that's Dave, what i mean. Dave tobe doing something like completely irresponsible not holding his special teams accountable and then making mistakes uh but i think the chiefs defense like last week they showed up they did big and i think that that's something that's going to be reciprocated throughout the playoffs hey tonight. i hope you're right man I, I do the pass rush is coming alive second and in sacks this year yeah and that's and that's something that you're going to have to need, especially if we face the Bengals again, mm-hmm. which and that's looking like quite the likelihood. I think the Bengals will beat the Bills if that's, they face off.
0: That will be the game of the, uh, of the week, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: of maybe of the playoffs if and, they play and, each other.
2: And I think the Chiefs could have chiefs Bengals. We know that there's that thing three times last calendar year, mm-hmm. but the Chiefs are more than ready to get home. George Karloftis has come alive like, six sacks in the last seven games. Mm-hmm. He, he's definitely come alive since since they've last met. They have pass rush. They're ready. They have a good secondary now. Trent McDuffie's looking great. Mm-hmm. I don't know about any of you guys, but he, he, is, he his his tangible skills are looking very... I said he was going to be locked down. He is. He's been locked down. That's the thing. So I think that, in like, the first game against... First game... Against uh, Cincinnati, when he was matched up against Jamar Chase, he was locking Jamar Chase up.
0: He let him. He let up like one catch.
2: Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, and then and then when Spags started getting all crazy, put Jalen Watson over Jamar Chase, yeah. and, and then he got fried. Surprise, surprise. But like, that's a thing. Um, you just Spags has to stay under control, not. He has to adjust. Put your best corner on the best receiver, and there Mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, I'd really like us to have our corners follow, but that's just me. In the NFC, I I honestly, like, I just have a Tom Brady feeling. Like, it's (laughs) either going to be the Buccaneers, like, beating. I think the Eagles are going to get bounced in the divisional round. Ooh. Like, whether that's. Ooh, like if wow. they, if Ooh. They, that's, that's fun. <laughs> that's probably going to be Tampa Bay, which means they get to the NFC Championship, but either— yeah, it'd it's be probably gonna, Tampa or Dallas, yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, San Francisco or Minnesota, I would take San Francisco. So, I mean, Chiefs, San Francisco, Super Bowl, rematch. Rematch. And so, now. yeah, that would be mine. But I think Super Bowl winner, like, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm going to have to pick Chiefs just because we— Fair what slaughtered the 49ers before? we did i think we find a way to do that again if we played them in,
0: in the super bowl but if we don't i think i got them winning it yeah so other than that i mean we have a couple hot takes we can we can uh wrap up with i only have two and i wouldn't consider them that hot but
1: mine aren't, men aren't crazy hot either. I mean, mine aren't it's kind, kind of hard to
0: man. come up with them as of right now but because uh, all the hot stuff usually comes out in the in the uh, offseason, people start talking crazy. But oh, yeah, that's when people get bored sitting on <laughs> people the People get bored
2: and are like... People like start talking about how the Chicago Bears should draft a quarterback first overall. Yeah. Let me just say <laughs> something about that. If you are an analyst out there or somebody suggesting or thinking that the Chicago Bears should draft a quarterback first overall, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out your phone... Dial the number of your primary health physician and set, and schedule a CT scan for the next available What date. should they be doing, then? Because there's obviously something wrong with your brain. I mean, this guy, yeah. you're just, you're, like, reversing the rules there. Like, you mm-hmm. don't give Justin Fields another year. Like, right. he's a 1,000-yard rusher.
1: Yeah. As a quarterback.
2: As a quarterback. <laughs> and, like, he doesn't have a great receiving core or a great offense in general. I wouldn't even
0: say he has a receiving
2: core. It's exactly. bad. <laughs> but...
0: Uh, we'll go to our hot takes now. I, I only have a couple. They're not that hot. I guess we can start with whoever. I don't care. Do you have your guys, your guys is up? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, I guess, go ahead, Draven. You can start with one. All right. My, uh, my first one, I kind of already said it, but I think Seattle mm-hmm. is going to upset 49ers.
2: I, I would actually love that to happen. I think, I really think that's going to happen. That would make, like, I know Seattle, I mean, San Francisco should be the favorites in the NFC right now, mm-hmm. but... That would really throw a ring, or like just a complete toss up yeah. in that NFC playoff bracket. Yeah, because
1: I know Seahawks aren't going to win the Super Bowl. There's no right. There's just no way. <laughs> but if we can knock them out, that I really think we could do that. You'd just be happy with that. I'd be happy with it. I'd be happy with it. My second one <laughs> is I actually think Tariq Woolen has had a better season than Sauce. Okay. More towards the end, uh, I'll give you their stats. Pretty much the same. Three hundred four. This is Tariq Woolen. 304 yards allowed, 11 breakups, three touchdowns allowed, and six interceptions. Mm-hmm. And then Sauce has 332 yards allowed, 15 breakups, one touchdown, and two interceptions. So, say what you about Sauce, that is basically the same thing. I mean, I mean Tariq
2: is yeah. already a. Like yeah, more, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, skill-wise, he he's he's athleticism. He's one of the most athletic corners in the league. He's the most athletic. He's, in he the might be the
0: most year. like gifted corner in the league. Fastest player ever. Well, he was he players. was he had yeah. a
2: he had a perfect like relative athletic score in the draft last year, and he was a fourth. I
0: would just like to say we drafted Joshua
1: Williams over at Tariq Woolen. The Chiefs did, which was tragic, but it was uh, yeah that that's pretty much my hot take is just that Tariq Woolen and mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner are uh, I think Tariq's a little bit better.
0: Fair. If anything. I mean, that's, not, that's maybe,
1: not outlandish. I mean, maybe Sauce is better at man and Tariq's better at zone. That's why you see him have more interceptions. I I'm don't not, know. Yeah, I'm not
2: too familiar with what uh, Seattle does on their defense. If they're more lean towards zone or man coverage, I don't watch them.
1: Yeah, um, I, that's I. I would. I don't really really pay attention if they're yeah. if they're playing man or D and, or man or uh, zone, but. Mm-hmm. I would assume they are. If Tariq has more interceptions than Sauce, it would just be because I of zone. I think it's picks. zone.
0: I want to say zone, but I, mean, I definitely it sounds could, like zone. I could be wrong, but um, but yeah. I'll go. I'll go next. Right. I, I don't think this is crazy by any any means, but I think it's without a doubt now that Mahomes, my guy, is easily the best player in the league, and he's easily the most valuable player in the league. I don't. Is yeah. that okay? Some people get mad at me when I say that, and I'm like,
1: No, I could see how dude, that's a little bit of a hot take. And a little, right. Yeah, I could see it.
0: But, like, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the league, That's yeah. and that's easily the most valuable position on any team. True. He's separated himself from everyone else. So that was my first one. But uh, to follow that, I think that – I know you guys said you think uh, Tampa's going to win. That's fine. But I think that if Tom Brady loses this game, it will be his last game he ever plays as uh as a football
2: player i think it, i think he'll be oh, no, done he just retires yeah it just says i'm done
1: i i don't know dude i see him going back to to foxborough but I could be right have a take about that but...
0: but well what would that even look like though and like i don't know if teams want to pay all that money or i they wouldn't pay he's that much really money a guy that's taken yeah that's, that's what I, I meant he, he's never taken that much money but i mean like what other team would like try to invest in him other than like the Colts? Who other than Foxborough, Los Las teams, Vegas,
1: other than a team that's already invested in him.
0: Josh McDaniels and he knows has what he can has
2: do. has experience. Who's that? Josh McDaniels has experience, so they. Oh, the Raiders. The
0: Raiders. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're trying to trade Derek Carr. Derek with,
1: Carr is a with buck. Stidham. I mean, that's basically just another Jordan Love situation in Rodgers. <sighs> Wouldn't that just piss Stidham off? You think make just him Stidham, mad?
2: Stidham's, Stidham's a liability. Like not a liability, but he's definitely he's not going to be their starter.
1: Yeah, I think that was just a filling quarterback. I would go with Stid. I mean, he, he looked threw, pretty like, good.
2: Pick, to like four picks in two games, right?
1: So did Kenny Pickett. He's just the. Well, I know,
2: but like, there's there's more to like about Kenny Pickett than there is about Jarrett Stidham. Also, they drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round. Where was Jarrett Stidham drafted? Fourth. Yeah. Fourth out of Auburn.
1: Playing better than Carr. That's all I'm gonna he say. He did play better than Carr.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Brock. You know what? My first one does have to do with Foxborough. I. It's just a gut feeling. And I don't really have any reasoning behind this, but I just think Derek Carr is a New England Patriot. I think that Derek Carr is going to New England, and I think that that will be a trade that is executed in exchange for Mac Jones and something else, more draft picks. But I think Mac Jones is a Raider, and Derek Carr is a Patriot. I mean, it's like a flip-flop. Think about this. Mac Jones had more success under Josh McDaniel's offense, and he was, what wasn't he Offensive Rookie of the Year last year?
1: Mac Jones?
2: Yeah. Was he? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, know. but I know I'll that he look, he ha- he showed success under his system. He had a better year uh, last year than this year. Yeah, yeah, but that and that's the difference maker is that when you have Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator, yeah, you're going to have a terrible year. But I think that Josh McDaniels liked Mac Jones, and I think that that trade would definitely be beneficial for both sides. <laughs> it's not that's... necessarily an upgrade. Oh my gosh, it was uh, Jamar Chase. The, oh, oh, obviously. What I, yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking? Um, but what I'm saying is that. Carr, Carr both both teams would benefit from that. You got a veteran presence as your quarterback in New England and you get a quarterback that you've had success under and went to the playoffs with in Las Vegas. And what did DeVonte Adams say? He said that I, I don't want these one-year stints with quarterbacks. I want somebody that I can build with. And you can build with Mac Jones as your starting you can. quarterback. So I think like a trade Derek Carr to yeah. New England for Mac Jones in a third that's a fair trade.
0: Yeah, I think like there's going to be like five different quarterbacks who are who are on new teams this exactly. this next season. It's going to be fun.
2: That's I don't I mean, hey, who knows? That could happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's what I would do if I was in either of their seats. I would pull that trigger on that trade just because it's beneficial for both sides. He needs a new start. Mm-hmm. He has a stupid contract. New England, it's a bad contract. It's a terrible contract. I don't know if New England would want to take that. And if they don't, they'll just trade him. Mm-hmm. Or not trade him, cut him. But
1: Bill just doesn't win without Brady. I just see Bill wanting well, Brady he, back so bad. But
2: I think that, like, Ma- Max's just too young, and he doesn't have a system where, like, he could thrive under, but he did with Josh McDaniels.
1: Well, you heard the story, like, a couple weeks, not a week, probably, like, three months ago, kind of beginning of the season ish, when Brady missed, like, two weeks of practice because he went to Robert Kraft's wedding yeah he did yeah. <laughs> and then he flew back like late as heck like I don't know dude there's well, not, still, there's still ties out. there's still ties there I'm not and ruling
2: I th- out Tom Brady to Foxborough I just think that there's a higher likelihood that he just hangs it up as a whole than returning there if I hit on that take I'm bragging about it if he retires a yeah and if he retires uh, after this week yeah my um, second take uh, this one's hot I got I think Trevor Lawrence is better than Justin Herbert look at the stats why do you say that i mean i mean first of all he's been a better talent like coming out of high school coming out of college he was more highly recruited he's just has better overall traits than justin herbert like the only thing that you could say that justin herbert does better than trevor lawrence is has a better arm that's it really uh but stats this year trevor lawrence has 4100 yards uh 30 total touchdowns eight picks five fumbles Justin Herbert, forty-seven hundred yards. so yards is the only thing. Twenty-five total touchdowns, ten picks, eight fumbles. Hey. So Trevor Lawrence has played better. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have the arm that Justin Herbert does, but he's more accurate. Had a better season. Yeah, he had a. He is. He's just. He, he has a better coach, but I don't think that factors much into how big of a skill you have. Mm-hmm. But I just. I think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. I think that's going to show next year. Like he had a slow start. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did. But I think Trevor Lawrence is going to end up being a top five quarterback by the end of next year.
1: I was going to say he might come on as a top five. I think his slow year. start was Urban Meyer. I don't really think it was oh, his. Oh, no, no, no. I know.
2: I know. Like this season. Oh, though. this season he had slow start. I don't even okay. count Urban well, Meyer's yeah. season. Like that, no, yeah, not, that does not count. <laughs> that does not count. Kicking the kicker. And I think my, my last Didn't, take. Not knowing who Aaron Donald was. Yeah. was who's 99? For me. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. My my final take is I, I think the Detroit Lions will be next year's Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, that's a really hot, like, next year's, like, like top seed. Like, they won't, yeah. they will go Ooh. undefeated for, like, a while. They will be the hottest team in the league yeah. for quite some time. So do you think they're going to... The, the last, what, I think six games, Jared Goff, 15 touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, no, dude. So Their you think offenses... they stick with Jared Goff? They w- there's no doubt they're sticking with Jared Goff. They have to almost. He's hot. Yeah. I would agree. I agree with you. And think about this. You get Jamison Williams back fully healthy on Ross St. Brown. They're probably going to draft a tight end. Maybe that's uh, the Notre Dame guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a top 20 pick. And you have a an excellent offensive line, top five for sure. And mm-hmm. you have to keep building that defense. You have a good base secondary, Kirby Joseph, Jeff Acuda, if he can stay healthy, of course. Um, and yeah, it's just, I think everything's going to come together for them next season. But the, what the things they need to do you need to go find a middle linebacker. That's incredibly crucial. Who's their? Line- is it Alonzo? It's it's Alex Anzalone. I think. Al- Anzalone. Okay. Yeah, they, I never knew how to garbles. pronounce his name. <laughs> they. Hey, that's that is a really hot one
0: to end it off. I, yeah, I I'm mean, just. I mean, i
2: like I like Detroit. I like Detroit as a team. I think that they're um an upcoming team. They finished mm-hmm. hot. They Jared did. Jared Goff. I, I I was originally on the train. And said just draft a quarterback. No. Jared Goff is playing well. I love
1: him. They drafted really well.
0: They, uh, they, I think they have a couple more, a couple more extra picks because this of Los, draft, Los, uh,
2: Los Angeles. Yeah,
0: because of Los Angeles, they had a good run. They have a good, they had a good offense all year. So that's going to be. Did they? Did they get picks for Hawkinson? Yeah, was like How, a, what was it? I think it was like a
2: second or third or something. I mean, it might have been a second or a third. I don't remember exactly where it was. Well, could be, Either way, they got extra picks. They got. And, uh, Crazy amount of draft compensation though, yeah. so they're definitely going to be a team that has a young talent next year, which is exactly what is making uh, Philadelphia good this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just watch out for them. I think they're going to start out hot, and they're going to be the top seed. Hey, so they look good.
1: They look good.
2: I I would love to see it. I'd be here for it. Especially since like the NFC, like you notice how they have a bunch of old heads at quarterback right now. Too. Like, I mean. The NFC is an old conference. The AFC is the Young Guns. It's an arms race right now. But that I think that Jar- like the Lions are a younger team, and that's what's going to make them successful next year. I'd, I'd love to see it. If I wasn't a Chiefs
0: fan, I think I'd be a Lions fan just because they've had no success.
1: Said. I think I'd be a Seahawks fan.
0: Nice. <laughs> uh, either way, that's going to end the, I guess, our first segment back after a month of absence. And uh, we'll come back see come back next week and see if our wildcard round predictions were correct, predict the divisional round, and go from there. So excited to be back. The whole nine yards is back. I'm sure uh, once the season ends, we'll do we'll be doing some draft stuff. Brock does a lot of that. Yep. And uh, we'll go from there. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back. Uh, we're at 1 o'clock now on Thursdays, 1 to uh believe 2.30. We're ending this one a little early because uh, it's our first time back, but we'll be back next week at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Thank you guys for listening, and have a good rest of your day. This has been the Whole 9 Yards on KZLX.